Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Hello, everyone. Welcome today to Mystic Margaritas. I'm Marge Bowen, and I'm here with my good pal, Margaret Miller, and we're so thrilled to be with you today. Hope you get a lot out of today. We're going to have some fun talking about frequency tools. And uh, before we get into that, I just want to explain so you get an idea of my perception on this. Um, I Everything is about frequency, and I'm actually going to um, give you a little bit of information about quantum physics, because to understand why frequency tools would even work, then you have to know a little bit about quantum physics. And um, I work with frequency all of the time in my work with people because I have what's called a frequency language. And it basically uh, matches the vibration, if you will, of everything in the body and around the body. And so um, I use a lot of energy, what I call energy medicine tools or frequency tools. And there are many of those available for all of us to use when we need it. And Margaret and I, I, I'll speak for you for just a second, Margaret, because I know you're gonna, you'll have an opportunity here, but we both are, are big believers in, in helping to empower people um, in capturing their own internal healing abilities. By, and one of the ways we can support our internal healing abilities is simply by using various frequency tools. And so to begin with, I just want to, there's a wonderful book called um, The Field that I have, I've had for years, and it's by Lynn Mattaggart. And in it, she talks about a couple, uh, Russell and Karen uh, uh at the University of California in Berkeley. And basically, they wrote a book called Spatial Vision. And in that book, they, they talk about how they discovered that numerous cells in the visual system are tuned into certain frequencies. And indeed, it's also known that the cerebral cortex of the brain of humans may also tune into specific frequencies. And so Dr. Bruce Lipton, who wrote a book called The Biology of Belief, um, and he was a, he's a medical doctor who did cellular research he talks about, and I'm going to quote here, he says, each atom is unique because the distribution of its negative and positive charges coupled with the, its spin rate generates a specific vibration of frequency pattern. And he refers to James Oshman, whom I also have J, uh, James Oshman's book. He wrote a book in, in 2000 where he researched frequency, uh, the frequency of the body and energy fields. And so down to the cellular level, each, each atom actually has a unique energy signature. And it's really so in all of what I'm talking about here, we have just moved from Newtonian physics, which is what we, what we had for centuries, into quantum physics, 
and we uh, scientists have known about quantum physics now and quantum me mechanics for quite a while. So there's been a lot of research and all of that I've, all of the research that I've quoted here and and uh, made mention of, is in the quantum physics realm, which is really understanding subatomic particles, and they tend to be invisible. We used to think it was only atoms um, that we could see, but now there are subatomic particles that we couldn't see for a long time and now we see them. And so we have learned that down to these minute um, little entities within everything in the universe, us, our bodies, everything, um, there are unique energy signatures, which is really very exciting. So um, we're talking about harmonic resonance. And I just wanna say one more thing, Margaret, and then I'll hand it over to you. Uh, I, wanna, I wanna give people an example of how we actually do sometimes in, even in Western medicine use uh, harmonic resonance um, or specific frequencies. And uh, they do that sometimes with kidney stones because in kidney stones, they're actually crystals whose atoms vibrate at a specific frequency. And so one of the treatments uh, for kidney so stones is using a focused energy waves that interact with the atoms in the kidney stones. And it basically uh, vibrates, the atom vibrates so quickly that the stones explode or dissolve, right? So that is a perfect example of frequency and what it can do. Um, so to begin our discussion, Margaret, um, you can add upon what I've already said, but we're really going to be talking about tools such as sound and crystals and light, homeopathics, essential oils, even nutrition. There are so many frequency tools that we can discuss today. Yeah, I, I really uh, like that you started us out this way uh, because I, I really think it's, you know, it's, it's important for us to address why, why do we care about frequency? And I wanted to just welcome um, Jackie and Victoria. Victoria, hi, you guys. Thanks yeah. for coming on, you guys. Yeah, and, mm -hmm. and so, um, you know, why, why we would do that and, and you know, there, there is the scientific research and everything backing us up. Finally, all of us uh, energy workers <laughs> doing this, this work through our internal knowing for so many years. And, and, and we have now uh, the scientific language to, to back us up. I'm not going to use that very much um, because my my preference is to um, move from the, I don't know, from the, I guess the mystical aspect or the, or the um, more human aspect of it, right? The internal um, physical realm body aspect of it. And, and so, uh, but, but that being said, the, where I would go is to the research with uh, having to do with heart-centered awareness, very similar findings in terms of, of you know, that frequency and the frequency that we um, emit, that we are basically frequency beings. Something my husband used to say before I get into the heart-centered awareness piece, he'd say, we're vibrational beings and we're just a little bit of flesh and bone. 
<laughs> but we're mostly frequency. We're mostly vibrational beings. And knowing that, that we are that, um, we can change and do change the atmosphere or the environment of our physical body through uh, whatever frequency we're emitting. Now, um, there's been a lot of research uh, done around heart-centered awareness, right? The HeartMath Institute, um, lots of uh, people talking about that. Dr. Joe Dispenza um, is a great proponent of of you know the heart coherence and brain coherence and heart-centered awareness. But my favorite uh, little um, demonstration of this is the measuring of the light photons around uh, the human uh, chest area. And, and there's been a lot of research done about this. And the average human, when you're just, you know, just going around being yourself, uh, emit um, around 20 photons per second of light which is, isn't that wonderful that we, that, you know, it's, it's even scientifically proven that we are emitters of light. We're light beings. And, and so, but someone who is uh, meditating on their heart center, who's brought their uh, attention and awareness down to their heart center um, and is sending out uh, a love into the world intentionally, they emit about a hundred thousand photons per second. So about 5,000 times as much light coming out of uh, the human heart when we intentionally uh, raise our frequency. Because, you know, and this has also been measured, you know, this is our measurement of frequency is emotion, right? That's how we can measure it ourselves in our body is what it, what is the emotion that we're feeling? And, um, so I guess I'll just, I'll, I'll hand it back over. For, okay. Yeah. yeah. And you know, that makes me think of, again, the um, research that Dr. Uh, um, Valerie Hunt did years ago um, using instrumentation that she worked with NASA to develop to measure the frequency of the human emotional field. And it was, and she even filmed it. It was beautiful because she, she showed a man eating fast food and showed you could see the energy around him as he ate fast food and he was hurry, hurrying as he ate. And it was just, you know, you could see it, but it was sort of dulled. And then she had another film of him eating beautiful, fresh vegetables and fruits, taking his time. So eating intentionally, and you could see, you know, the energy around him more vibrant. And then the one I particularly loved was the, um, where she filmed a woman sitting down on the floor and you know she had nice energy and then it filmed her her child who came, who ran into her arms right right at that heart center when you think of a child coming and they're coming right into that heart center and you know the 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 energy around her whole body just went huge exactly what you're talking about so if we can because we all have energy fields in and around our bodies including what i refer to as the light bodies. So it's seven layers of energy around our whole body in the shape of an egg that extends beyond our bodies quite a ways. So as, as Margaret was talking about, as we realize that we can affect the light 
at our heart center and project that outwards, then it isn't just ourselves that benefit from that. It is also, <clears throat> excuse me, the world around us, people around us that benefit, benefit from that as well. So the human energy field is wonderful and, and it isn't the only energy field that has been measured, of course. Um, it is a huge, as you said, Margaret, a huge indicator though. It's our guidance system really uh, that allows us to monitor our own energy and where it is so that we can take responsibility and then choose to shift that in the way that serves us and others better. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, if if we are, if we have just thought something and and our energy depletes or we uh, don't feel good, then probably that wasn't uh, a a very positive thought. Probably it wasn't something that is beneficial to us because our thoughts and our emotions work together, right? So so I think about that sometimes when when I'm uh, you know it's like what what is the next best thought. What is the next best feeling that I can have that will change? You know, so, so energy and our emotions are just information. We don't, it's not like That's we right. have to, um, you know, we don't have to vilify the negative emotions or say that, you know, you can't get angry or you can't have sadness or you can't, you know, um, you know, be in guilt or regret or any of those emotions we all have that. We're all going to experience that. It's just how long do you want to stay there? And, um, you know, are we going to uh, try and stuff those emotions down because we have made it so that, it, you know, in, in our society or in maybe in our, in our family or in our growing up, we learned that this was not appropriate or, or, or right to express these things. We maybe didn't learn the proper ways, right, to uh, express a anger or, or fear or, or regret or any of those things. But it doesn't make, you know, it's not that they're bad. It's just that we don't want to live in those frequencies. So um, I think we have a lot more to say <laughs> about those things, but let's go on our first break now. And when we come back, let's talk more about um, these, these tools that we can use to help change our frequency. So Sounds you're great. listening to Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? 
Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspirechoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspirechoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Okay, you're joining Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller today on Inspired Choices Network. We're the Mystic Margaritas and we're talking about frequency tools. And before we went on break, we were talking about emotions, the frequency of emotion and how that is that can be an indicator for us. It can help us to measure where we are energetically in our frequencies and then make choices accordingly. And before we went on break, um, I'd just like to mention Victoria, uh, Victoria Joy, mentioned that dark matter and dark energy can also impact us, which is very, very true. And that is, now we get to our thoughts, which we're not going to stay here, but I just want to make one point, Margaret, because you said that we don't want to vilify our emotions, which is so true, right? It's just information. And I like to think of it as data in, data out. I like to coach people to be the observer of you. Just be an observer and look at the data coming in and the data going out it kind of impersonalizes it a bit so that it's easier to maybe look out without all the judgment. But one of the things that can create the darker energy and darker matter is our thought forms, because we do have the ability to have error in our thinking or cognitive errors. And emotions also alert us to that because we have but we have to inquire we have to observe and inquire and so sometimes um, we can get stuck in all of those processes which is when we can reach for frequency tools to support us in releasing some of those dark energies or releasing some of the stagnation that's going on and create greater flow so um, Joy just or Victoria Joy just mentioned she's talking about the physics of the universe, not negative, um, just the stuff phys physicists haven't seen. Oh, yes. Well, yes, I'm not a physicist, so I'm not going to speak to that. But you are right. There's so many energies out there that uh, and we have to, you know, we just really have a responsibility to interpret what we have available to us that comes in and how we're feeling around that. And so um, one of the things, Margaret, I'd like to talk about really quickly is sound, the frequencies of sound and how powerful sound can be. And we all know that because of music. We all listen to music, we all enjoy music. We know that um, classical music like Beethoven and Mozart, you know, can be very, uh, they're so mathematical and they can be very um, soothing to the brain integration and how our brain functions. Um, there are tuning forks 
that people can use. And I use a lot of tuning forks in my practice that resonate to not only the meridian system in the body, but also the, also the, um, outs, the energies outside of ourselves as well. The extra eight extra, or excuse me, the out-of-body chakras, which correspond to the eight extra meridians. And so there's also drums and any other kind of music or, or sound that we might take in. Margaret, do you ever use sound? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, my my favorite tool, um, one of my favorite tools is the drum. And I, I do a lot of um, work with shamanic drumming, but also in uh, the ceremonies and so forth uh, and singing. Sing, the voice, my our, our own voice going out there in song, in um, I I. Uh, sing the prayer songs mostly, uh, but I also make up songs, you know, silly songs while I'm riding my horse <laughs> and things like that, you know, and using those things uh, in healing or helping other people. Uh, the drum is, has so many um, qualities to it that, that are healing, right. The, the vibration of it, the, 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 the vibrational frequency of the drum is, can match the heartbeat, right? It can match, it can entrain your heart to, to beat faster or slower. Uh, it can um, really open up a lot of possibilities uh, uh, of awareness with us. So yes, I do. And I, I also wanted to like, um, just say that I, I look at the human body as like, we're like human, we're like musical instruments, right? And we're, we are, we are built to resonate most beautifully and most harmoniously to particular frequencies. Like our, we operate the most and and sing out the the most beautifully with the frequencies of say love and joy and appreciation and gratitude and so when we are uh tuned and emitting those frequencies then we are we are like that very very finely tuned musical instrument and and we know it and everybody else knows it too. <laughs> That's right. You know, if you've ever listened to a performer, I know I had the great honor of listening to a performer at a, uh, of uh, actually it was Steve Martin's musical Bright Stars and the lead performer, it was her last performance. And she sang a song and it was with such emotion that she was able to convey that. And if any of you have sang before, that isn't, in my opinion, and I, I'm a singer, but that, that isn't the easiest thing to do. You have to definitely, kind of like you were talking about earlier, Margaret, you have to drop down into your heart, right? You have to access the emotional self and the frequency of the meaning of all of that in order to convey that through your voice. And it's, it's a tricky thing, but when you hear it, that's why we get goosebumps. It can just shift so much in us. So music is, music is an incredible thing. Um, I, I, I love tuning forks because, you know, each, each of the chakras resonate to a particular musical note. 
And that's why crystal bowls, you know, there's also crystal bowls and they, they create that resonance as well for specific chakras. And so um, the chakra can be, can be seen in a way as a symphony, like you're talking about, Margaret, right? That when working together is this beautiful sound of our light and our, our uniqueness when it's, when it's resonating like it should. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at uh, what Jen wrote here. She says, I used to play a game with my kids where if they needed something, they had to ask for it in a song. I think that's so great. You know, and that's great for a number of reasons because Mm -hmm. it it also helps them to ask for things in a a way that, that has a, um, a tone that, that's beneficial <laughs> instead of maybe a whiny tone or a, you know, a, a grating tone or, or, you know, because our tone of voice is, you know, this is our musical instrument, right? This is one of our musical instruments is our voice. And it reminds, so- it reminds me of, a, of a, a balance that I've done in the past called the sound balance. And it's based on the meridian energy because each meridian yeah. has a particular sound and a season and a color and, you know, on and on it goes. And so this, this balance, you know, like maybe the, the, you might call it negative, although I hate to say that one sound is groaning, right? So, ooh. And so the opposite sound of that might be singing. And so in order to, to transform, you know, the emotion of, of groaning, you might have to sing and that will help to move and shift that energy mm-hmm. using the voice, as you're saying. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, so here we go. I mean, I mean so simple tools, right? Simple frequency tools that, that we can use at any moment my favorite, and you know, you've heard me talk about it a million times, heart-centered awareness, bringing our energy and attention and awareness down into our heart center, doing breathing, breath work, taking deep breaths while we're focused on that heart center. And then one of my favorite ones is, uh, is I call it manufacturing joy molecules. And, you know, it's, it's like we are, we have this... Uh, this pharmacy inside of ourselves, right? And when we're, when we're, uh, when we're thinking, when we're up in our head thinking, and we're thinking negative thoughts, or we're thinking things that are thinking about things that are challenging for us, we secrete the hormones that, that are the stress hormones that cause us to go into more and more stress. When we're thinking loving thoughts, when we're, when we are consciously having our, 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 uh, attention and awareness down in our heart center, we start uh, secreting the happy, uh, happiness and relaxation and uh, joy and ecstasy, those kinds of hormones. And, and so, you know, we can easily with just a little bit of practice, start to manufacture joy molecules inside of ourselves. And I, I call it that because for me, it's fun. It, it's, it, you know, it makes me laugh and it makes me smile that I'm, you know, I, I'll ask some of my clients, how many joy molecules do you think you're manufacturing right now? <laughs> and, <laughs> and if it's not, if it's not up in the trillions, then I, you know, I, I ask them to reach for, reach for more. That's awesome. That's really a great, a great 
tool to use. And um, of course, everything about people we listen to about meditation, that's all, that's what it's all about, right? All the coaching I do with people is so often about dropping down out of the mind self and into the heart self, because we, you know, we, we really can disconnect from the body when we stay in the mind. We really can. When we're in stress, we can, if you ask someone, where is your energy right now in the stress, they'll kind of go like this on their head, right? They'll point to their head and they're up here. And you, and I'll ask, well, how does that feel in your body? And they, they kind of go silent oftentimes and say, I, I'm not even sure. So they sort of disassociate from their physical self. And, you know, that's not good because we're, we're one whole thing being. And so um, I encourage them to drop down into their heart space. And then we'll, we'll bring in tools like, like a, a drum or um, tuning forks or music or whatever it is. Yeah, you know, and that's uh, when when we when we recognize that 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 so much of our uh, awareness uh, is focused in our head. You know, we've been trained that way from early on uh, to you know that thinking is somehow um, superior. That that being up in our heads is is how we figure things out and how we should be operating in in the world. And and so we are having to retrain ourselves back into our natural state of being as, you know, which we were as children, that to to live in our bodies, to live in our hearts and to get our information from there and respond to life from there. And when we we do that, then our frequency naturally raises. It just naturally raises. That's right. So here we are at another break. You're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Mystic Margaritas on the Inspired Choices Network. And we will be right back. (laughs) Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. You're joining Margaret Miller and Marge Bowen on Mystic Margaritas, and we're talking about frequency tools. So, Margaret, let's talk about light. I love light. 
<laughs> and in my in my practice, I have a I have several different tools, um, but one in particular uses has little color cells and you use a flashlight, and I shine the light through the color cell and it comes out as particular color. And then that can be placed in a chakra field or on an acupoint in the meridian system, anything like that. But, but there's sunlight. I mean, sometimes for us, that, for those of us that live in the winter climates and we may go through a period where we don't see the sun for a while, just getting out in the sunlight is very therapeutic and offers us lots of vitamin D and, and really, you know, it elevates our mood and things like that. Um, so I like, I love this idea that, that light is just this magical thing. And especially when we add a color to it, because color is very powerful for us. And our visual field is an amazing field. If you think about our visual system, that is our greatest sensory field when, because we take things in through the focused system of our visual field and also the peripheral system, but actually the peripheral system is at the greater functioning part of our visual field than the focused. So we are taking in massive amounts of information um, in, in every instant, including the emotions of others. You know, if we see someone who's, if a child sees a parent who's really, really angry, their pupils literally will dilate. And that triggers the fear center in the, in the subconscious. So um, our visual system is huge. And that's one of the reasons I love using color. And then the other reason I love using color is because again, each of the chakras resonates to a particular colored frequency. And so then we can begin to um, affect if we know which chakra we want to affect, we can bring the color in, for example, root chakra, which is about feeling safe and secure in the world. And um, the adrenals are actually associated with root. So if we're in have been in a, a, a period of stress, then our adrenals are active and those stress hormones like cortisol and uh, adrenaline have been firing for a while and that changes everything in the body. So we can literally um, pull in the color red, which it resonates with the root chakra and drop into our heart and think about, I am safe and even remember a time when I just felt so safe and secure. So we're bringing that emotional relation to it. And that's going to really shift the frequency and our heart resonance. Yeah, that's, it is, it's true that, you know, light is uh, one of our, our most basic um, requirements, right? We're not, we're not different, so different from plants that, you know, we do require those light photons and we do, um, you know, I, I like to think about it as um, like light is information, right? Light is uh, photons, everything is information and light is, is, part of everything. You know, we have the light uh, particles and we have light waves. And um, one of one of the tools that I like to encourage uh, people that I um, mentor uh, is to greet the sunrise. And, and this, this is a, um, a, a tool and a, a practice that is uh, comes from many different spiritual traditions. And, um, you know, it's, it's known that at sunrise and at sunset, when the low angle, uh, 
light is coming in that we can actually take that in through our eyes. We could, that's the time that we can look at directly at the sun and receive the information packets, re receive those light photons in, uh, you know, directly into the, the eyes directly into the window to the soul, right? Our eyes are the windows to our soul. And so we're receiving the information from the creative source in our solar system, right? That the sun gives us gives us life here on this planet. And if we if we do that with intention uh, to receive whatever information that we, we require, I truly believe that that we do. We, we can ask to receive whatever information through that light that we require for that day. And it's, you know, it's just a couple of minutes, that window, what a beautiful tool uh, to help us to um, raise our frequency. And it does. <laughs> that is beautiful. And, and, you know, when, when we can be outside and observe the sunrise and at the same time, listen to the sounds of nature around us. So the birds and whatever, and now we've got, you know, as Jen referred to sound and light, mm -hmm. and we are appealing to many, many aspects of, of our own frequencies in that it is, it's very beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, Jen also mentioned that she bought a light system, infrared light system. You know, Jen, I, uh, when I was in this auto accident, um, you know, my knee's been a little bit sore and uh, I have a friend who, who let me borrow hers. And so I've been using her infrared light system on my knee and on my dog's spine because my dog was injured. Um, I think she had a brain trauma actually, and, and then injured her spine. And so I've been using it on her and can really feel the deep relaxation. So it's it's lovely to know that we have so many tools that are available to us. And that's really my hope for people is to is to take an active uh, an active um, choice in having these tools available and bringing them in when we need them to help support our own healing, whether it's from physical or mental or emotional, of course, it's all of it, right? It's, it's energetic, physical and mental and emotional, anything is. And um, so if there's nothing else on light, then let's go to crystals. Everybody, you know, crystals have been around for a long time. Everybody knows about them. We can get them pretty easily. Um, but I, I would just like to say that, um, I used to do I used to do this whole crystal layout on the body where I'd use obsidian arrowheads, and because obsidian is such a great crystal uh, for moving things out, pulling things out, and um, crystals have such a gentle energy to them. And I have one here that is actually is so interesting because it I'll just show you. But what it is is like a little kind of a thin cylinder. Uh, that feels kind of bu bumpy. And uh, it's actually what happens to earth when lightning strikes it. And so there's a hole in it in the middle of it. And so this little crystal I will use sometimes, it's like lightning. If you think about the intense light of lightning and what happens when it hits the earth, to the earth, you've got heaven, it's coming from the heavens and the weather pattern right into the earth. It's a lot of energy. Lightning is a powerful energy. And so I, if I need to really pull on uh, some powerful energies inside of the fields 
and the body, I'm going to put this somewhere on the body, uh, whether it's over the heart. I'm, I use muscle testing and my frequency tools. So I get a frequency match on perhaps where it's needed on the body. And, uh, but you can use your intuition as well, of course, and say, where do I most need this at the brow or on the heart or, or over the kidneys? Um, how do you use crystals, Margaret? Well, you know, I, I, I was talking about this a little bit last week when, because my, my dad was a geologist. And so we had all of these different, you know, beautiful specimens of all, all different kinds of things. Um, and when I, when I first started uh, recognizing that they, uh, that they, you know, that they were vibrating, that they were talking, that they had energy that was, uh, was helpful, I would just, I would mostly hold them. And I, you know, I'm one of those people that would have, uh, you know, if I went out somewhere in nature, by the time I came back, I would have a pocket full of rocks, <laughs> you know, that we're speaking. I to. do the same so, thing. So I, I use them in all kinds of different ways. But uh, like today, I um, am holding this, uh, this quartz crystal, uh, clear quartz crystal ball. And, and um, I can, I use this a lot of times for, uh, meditation, for just gazing, for crystal gazing to, um, you know, to ask a question and then just see what comes up. This, this, you know, quartz crystal, uh, is a transmitter and it's, it's also a, uh, it, it holds energy. It receives energy. It, it can, it can really contain a lot of energy. And this, this one goes to me with me to ceremony and um and stays in its little place there but it's absorbing that energy and so i utilize it when i want to um you know be when i want to raise the frequency in that way mm -hmm. and um you know so i use a lot i lo i love i have my favorites uh right, that, are, that are just you know sort of my um, go-tos. Uh, I have um, a very large uh, pieces of, of rose quartz um, to help, you know, in, in my office that I, you know, that helps to raise the, the heart frequency, uh, you know, and, and because it's the frequency of love. Right. Um, yes. You know, Goes with every chakra. Gosh, I, I, uh, um, I, Love is in the Earth, the book um, by I, Melody. Melody. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> it should be an easy one to remember, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so many uh, uses of crystals. So I, I will look, um, I will look things up. I will see, you know, what, what is the use of this particular stone? And then I'll use it in that, in that way, or I will use it in a particular way and then check to see. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, if that's one of its properties. Um, yes. So, so I like to, I, I like to just explore with them. Good. Yeah. It's a great book. And then we also have, of course, homeopathics 
and also um, essential oils. And homeopathics are great. Now, Bach flower essences, actually there are many types of flower essences. There's Bach, there's desert, there's bush, which come from Australia. And these, the, these pick up the energy of plants because every plant has a particular energy to it, just like everything has an energy. And so flower essences are, are wonderful at sh helping to shift emotional, um, emotional energy and they actually link into the meridian system and to beliefs as well. So they are, they are very cool things. Plus you have homeopathics like for Arnica and I was using a homeopathic um, to help my dog once again, recently, uh, Arnica was using. And now that, that was helping her to, you know, when, when you have an accident like that, there's shock. And so she was in shock and I was in shock and I know how to balance that, but it's nice to have something that will take us on the physical plane. And so uh, as well, and so the homeopathic Arnica really, I, I just took it, put it in water and then injected it into her mouth. And that really helped bring her back from that place of shock. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's really a powerful, um, Thing. And, and you, you work a lot also with the uh, essential oils. And so is there, is there one that's uh, particular for that, for shock? Well, probably a grounding, a grounding oil. Uh, there's, you know, with the, the oils that I use, these are definitely medicinal oils. You do, you know, I do not just buy oils retail. Um, I, I know what goes into creating the chemistry that we want from an oil, and it's it's quite a science, and to test it to make sure that it has that chemistry and it's 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 pure and all of that is very very important. So, uh, but uh, you know your earth oils like that wood oils, right? Okay. Like Siberian fir, or and there's one particular blend called Balance Frankincense is an oil. It's a very resinous oil that that when in doubt use frankincense. That is a great oil to use for shock. Um, as well as some of the tree oils to ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, that kind of brought something up for me. And when we come back from break, I was wondering, you know, like, uh, how about we talk about um, helping ourselves come out of depressed states? Great raising our frequency out of depressed states. So uh, we're gonna take a break right now. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. You're joining March Bowen and Margaret Miller, Mystic Margaritas. So Margaret, before we went on break, um, you made a request to kind of talk about depressed states and what frequency tools people might use um, when they're in a depressed state. I love that you, I love that you brought that up. You had a particular idea about that. So I'll pass it to you very quickly, but let me just say that in all the years of healing work that I've done, you know, I think it's important to sometimes realize that depressed states are really unexpressed emotional states. It's an unexpressed emotional state. And, and oftentimes it's, it's linked to anger has been my experience. So um, I'll just put that out there and then hand it over to you because you had a request to talk about this. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's a good thing. So, so I was, I was thinking about this and I was thinking, first of all, that, you know, anyone who has um, been in a, in a severe, severely depressed state, they, and come out of it knows that there's certain things that were required of them. And, and basically, you know, once we're down there, once we're in a a very depressed state, there is, you know, yes, it's good to have support. We need support. We need to, you know, know to reach for that. Uh, And oftentimes we don't want to, Um, but, but we have to have the awareness uh, that that we have to do something, and and uh, you know it kind of is sounding in my head. It's kind of sounding oversimplistic as I'm going to say it, and so I don't want to um, you know downplay the severity of of this. I I am very familiar. I know I have people close to me who have suffered from. Uh, very severe depression, but one of the 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 things that helped the most people that I know to get out of that state was to find a way to be of service to someone else, to take their mind and their uh, uh, attention and their awareness and focus it on the needs of someone else. And when we do that, when we put ourselves in service, we automatically raise our frequency because we begin to resonate from our heart center and just automatically by, by helping someone else. And so, so, you know, it's, it's, hard to imagine how to get there sometimes, but, but if, if you're not in a depressed state, but you're someone who, who experiences that it's, it's a really good thing to remember, you know, just to start volunteering, start doing something that requires you to help someone else and you will bring yourself up. That's really good. So get getting out of self. And, you know, depression is complex. I know there's a lot of chemistry, brain chemistry that goes into it. I mean, it is a complex issue and I don't mean to undermine it either. It, but I, I do want to offer some solutions, some, some possible frequency tools to try. Um, Bach flower essence 
essences has a particular flower essence called rescue remedy. And sometimes by using these drops and they're just drops you, you drip under your tongue. So they're very easy to use. Um, that can be very useful. Um, citrus essential oils are very helpful in raising our emotional energy. And so sales such as wild orange or lemon, um, any citrus oil is uplifting and can help with that. But of course, depression can be, there can be so many things going on, right? There can be too much stress hormones in the body. There can be, um, you know, mental issues where we loop our mental body loops and loops, and we, we have a hard time breaking that mental cycle. And so, you know, when that is the case, then we do need to seek outside and maybe get some counseling or go to some kind of therapy, of course. Um, and then nutritionally, I think is very important too. You know, everything is based on our, our structure and our foundation and our foundation is our body and our body is fed by nutrients. And so, you know, when, if someone is depressed, one of the first places that I think they should look is what am I doing foundationally? How is my diet? Do I have, am I eating the healthy foods? Am I exercising? Am I moving my body? So those are important pieces to talk about because we are physical beings and we, our physical body does require that and can support the chemistry in our brain and also our energy fields. Um, so there's some ideas I had, Margaret, do, how about you? Do you have any other ideas? Well, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I, I was thinking about this. Uh, there's so many things I have like this list of a, about a million different things that, that we can do. And, you know, this, I, I always want to grab, reach for the, the simplest things, the things that we can do immediately. And I love that you brought up that you've brought up uh, movement and exercise and so forth, dancing, you know, listening to music, doing, using the, the, that, the frequencies of, of music and moving your body with that. And that, that's such a really powerful thing. And I think we're going to need to do probably part two and part three and part four. Wow. I know <laughs> of, this has gone so this. fast today. I can't it's believe like, it. I'm like, whoa, wait, I need more time. Uh, <laughs> I know. And, and, and okay. so, so we'll, we'll do that. And in, in the meantime, you know, thinking, thinking a more joyful thought, uh, really, really showing our appreciation, gratitude, appreciation, right? Doing a gratitude journal. Think about all of yes. the things that you're grateful for in this day, in this moment. And, and when you do that, wow, look what That's happens. Great. Yeah, and I, I pulled a card today. I just want to get oh, it in really quickly. I'm good. not going to read the whole thing, yeah. but I thought it was interesting because it's from a, a deck called Hands of Ancients Medicine Cards, and it's the Great Bear. And the Great Bear is about survival, power, physical healing, hibernation, and release. So I'm sending everyone, we all have Great Bear energy going for us today. Yay. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening in. We're so glad that you were here. And um, so much love to you all and joy. Lots of joy molecules. Manufacture Yay. joy molecules. Yay! <laughs> thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, 
drink up the magic in you.